Hello and welcome to Sofa Sensei's on the Yaki and Soul Fit Digital Network. You're joined by me, Kavan. Me, Rash. And today we have a very special guest. Team Shoebox, 3-in-1, Northampton boxer, Dempsey Madden. Michelle, there's only one what? Dempsey. Well, there's only one Dempsey Madden and he's here with us today. This is the Yaki and Soul Fit Digital Network. You know couch coaches, you know armchair experts, but do you know Sofa Sensei's? You do now. So stay tuned. We're going to talk about his career, his future, his journey thus far and we're going to get stuck into the detail too so make sure you stick around for the whole show with that in mind let's go so dempsey um full disclosure to everyone listening <laughs> this is the third time we've tried this a couple of technical difficulties uh in the run-up to recording this episode but i really appreciate you joining us today and being so generous with your time thank you that's okay thanks for having me let's get stuck straight in because i'm mindful that anything can go wrong at any point <laughs> and i want to get at least one question in so um Dempsey, what about your name? Because when I hear your name, mm-hmm. I think, first of all, Dempsey Madden, and your, your nickname is The Mauler, right? Yeah, yeah. Dempsey The Mauler Madden, mad, mad thing, first of all. Uh, <laughs> secondly, Jack Dempsey springs to mind. Yep. Well, that's, yeah, that's who I'm named after. My dad, that's my dad's favourite fighter. Jack Dempsey, just his toughness, rough, like, I was just a rough man, you know, a dangerous wow. man. So he, um, I've got a picture of him up in my house as well, you know, so yeah, that's who I'm named after, Jack Dempsey. And I stole his nickname as well because he was the Manassa Mauler. Wow. So I thought I'll I'll stick Mauler in my name to yeah. pinch that. <laughs> so oh. yeah, that's what I've gone for. At what stage did you know that you were named after Jack Dempsey? Because I can imagine it's a legacy to live up to. Yeah, um, pretty much straight away because we always had this picture. Like It was my dad's picture first, so there was Jack Dempsey up. and So yeah, I always knew that Mad. I was named after. And I used to have like these old... We've done a few, do you know remember videos do you remember them? yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i used to have this jack dempsey video i used to watch it all the time just, talking about, <laughs> just about yeah just, just about. talking about all his um yeah his life and stuff like that so I, just, oh, I was mad for him love that um so your dad dave madden yeah he was a boxer in his own right mm-hmm. and did some research mm-hmm. on his record and, and when he fought and who he fought and that sort of stuff um so he boxed in Northampton in 1993, about 30 years ago, which is mad. Yeah, so I'd have been two. Madness. Weren't well, born. <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's where he got his first win, actually, in Northampton yeah. in 1993. So what was it like having a boxer as a dad? Um, like, as a kid, like, you just remember him, like, with like, bin bags on and just training in the living room and, like, Sick. just sweating in shadow boxing and going for runs and stuff like that, so... It was, it was. I always just looked up to him and just wanted to just train and just be like be with him and do it. And then he'd take me to the gym every so often. That was, yeah, it was brilliant. I just, yeah, just I always just looked up to him just for the boxing. Mm. I always just wanted to. Uh, and then I wanted to do it. I just, you know, when you're around it all the time and yeah. you see it, you just, yeah. And I was like, I want to do that. I want to do that. So forgive me, right? But you mentioned bin bags. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound particularly glamorous. Yeah, so he he uh, obviously take that take his sleeves off, it, like put his arms through it, yeah. head through it, tie it up, jump like two jumpers, hat, yeah, and just sweat like mad in the living room. You think what? This in a gym, it'd just be sweating like crazy. But we used to spar when I was probably about I think I was fourteen. We used to always spar in the living room. So and then I think it was I was about fifteen. We were sparring. I ended up breaking his rib, 
And Go he went, on. Oh, yeah. That's not a spy, that's a fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ended up breaking his rib and he had to go to the hospital and get it all sorted. I was 15. I was like, yes, that's what he knew. That's funny. I, mean, yeah. I have to ask you, have you ever used that line in school? Oh, my dad would beat up your dad. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I said, I'll beat, you. I'll beat your dad. I'll beat, I'll beat my dad. Up. Yeah. I'll beat your dad up as well. <laughs> But no, no, I remember because he went to the hospital and he seen one of it. This is a true story, oh, I swear to God. And he went to the hospital and he actually seen a friend in there and he told him that he fell over in the garden. Ah. <laughs> now they know. Now yeah. yeah, now they know. Yeah. They're watching, yeah. yeah. They so, it, yeah, like you said, when your dad was getting his first win, mm-hmm. uh, you was about two years old. Yeah. Um, so your dad's boxing career pretty much was, I think I worked out the first 10 years of your life was the professional career, was your dad's professional career. Mm. Um, what was that like? You know, having a, a a a a dad as a boxer. Like, did he go away for training camp, or, or obviously, if he's training in the living room, was it was that a constant fixture? Or no, because he didn't take it seriously. Okay. So he he was um, for him it was just a few quid. So he just would turn up and he'd get phone calls and blah. I got fought for you tomorrow. Do you want it? And say yeah. Wow. So, so it they weren't, yeah, it weren't really. He was a. As an amateur, he was a lot better. But then, when he got older, he started to enjoy probably drinking a bit mm. too much. Enjoy life, yeah. Yeah. So and then he, um, yeah. So then to him, it was just about making a few quid. He just hand it straight to my mum, and that'd be it. You know, he'd just turn up and fight. If you got a fight, he'll he'll be there. So was that a happy experience for him? If he's just turning up for money, or was it? Did it, did it start off as happy? And but you know, um, for, I don't, for him, it was just all what he wanted to do. So mm. you know, if whatever he. He's still like that now. Whatever he wants to do, he does it. So wicked. But he, um, yeah, for him it was just about money, just a bit of money, and then just. But as a kid, like when he was younger in like, the amateur days, I think he won like the box, uh, Birmingham championships like three times. I think he was a lot better as a young amateur, but then got older and just distracted, you know. So talking of amateurs, then let's go through your amateur career briefly. Yeah. Um. When it started when you was a teenager, right? Yeah, yeah. And what was that experience like? Um. I had my, f- when did I have my first fight? Oh, I can't remember when my first fight, I can't remember the year, but I remember that was also at the Park Inn Hotel. Really? Was yeah, it? yeah. My first amateur fight was at the Park Inn Hotel. And, um, you know, I thought, oh, how old was I? I must have been about 15, maybe 14. And uh, I thought I was a lot better than I was, you know. So I, I lost my first amateur fight. I went in there thinking I'm going to be, Ah, uh, easy, no problem, no yeah. problem, easy. And then, yeah, I got boxed. Just he just boxed me, and he he beat me. Like he just beat me, and I was like, oh, I was gutted. And then, but then, um, and then I left it for ages. And then I and then I went. We moved to Wales, and then I was away from everything. Then, and I was able to really concentrate on it. And then I only had another two amateur fights after that, and then um, I won both of those. But yeah, I only had three three amateur fights, so it was just like it weren't even really. Uh, I wouldn't even say I was experienced, yeah. it, you know, but I was. I always had like a natural talent for it, like so obviously probably just being around it from such a young age and yeah. watching boxing all the time and watching videos and you know I could always do it, but I just I just didn't have that thing in me to stick at it, you know. Like I'd do it for so much and then I'd get I'd just be like oh, and I, now I look back and I think God oh, what what I could have been, but you can't think like that. I suppose you just got to do it. the now, can't you? You have to just go from now. So that first amateur loss, mm-hmm. what sort of things are going through your mind at that point after that? You know, your dad's a boxer. Yeah. 
you know, you name, you're named after mm. Jack Dempsey. What's going through your mind? At 14, you think, it just like, is all your dreams going crashing down? You think, mm. well, I'm supposed to be brilliant. Mm. Like, you know, everyone tells me how good, how good I am. And then you think, that's, it shows it like the boxer, if you're not, if you're not doing these little things in the background, you know, like really dedicating yourself, you get found out. It's like, it's, it's just such a truth telling sport, you know, even to the point of the weigh-in, you know, you, you weigh in, you're overweight. There's, you've done something wrong. Like it's mm. your, like mm. there's no, there's nothing you can blame it on. Like you can like if you're sticking to what you should be eating, doing what you should be doing, you should make the weight. You know, it's it's it just it's all truth. You know, the whole sport is truth. Like you will be found out. There is no hiding places. I was gonna say, um, what changed? What did the mindset change to get them two wins after? Yeah, because I was away. Once I was away from everyone and like all distractions, I I could just be fully focused on what I need to do. And like then the, just the thought of like have like want, wanting to win, that urge I've got to win this. And then once you get your first one, that then you, that buzz, they, yeah, then the momentum starts, and you feel what it feels like to win, and you feel like what it feels like to lose, and obviously the feeling of winning is just so much That's better than. Mm. But and then once you get that taste, like it's like I've got to have that again. I've got to taste that again, you know. So you just, and then that's it. Then you you've, you've got the taste for it, and that, there's no I have to taste that again. I've got to win again. That's. So let's fast forward a little bit. Pro mm. career. Yeah. Uh, I heard a story that you were sitting in a pub and you saw Kieran Conway boxing yeah. on the screen. Mm-hmm. And you trained with him previously in, in, in uh, you know, earlier. And you thought, wait, if he's doing that and I was training with him, yeah. I can do that. Yeah, yeah. And that kick-started this yeah. drive that and you're then, on now. Yeah, and then we started, yeah. Because um, I used to train at King's Eve years ago and Kieran must have only been, I don't know, 14, 13, like young, young kid. And then, um, yeah, I was just sitting in a pub in Long Bookby and uh, I looked up at the telly and there was boxing on and I was like, I know him, I know. And it was, he was fighting Ted Cheeseman. That's a massive fight as well. Yeah, yeah. That was, was a great fight. He was fighting Ted Cheeseman. I couldn't believe it. I was thought, bloody hell, it's that young kid. And then yeah. I, I messaged James straight away. I found him on Twitter, I think it was. I was looking for him everywhere and I found him on Twitter and I said, oh, I don't know if you remember me. Um, just watch Kieran fight and oh, I'd like to come back. Like he's sort of like, I was like, I could do this. Mm. So um, I messaged him and he said, yeah, definitely come over. So then I was started traveling over to Bedford. So we started training then and yeah, and it's, I've been training with him since. So it's been, yeah, I just, I, yeah, just by chance, just looked up and I just knew him and I thought, I'm, 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 I want to go, I want to do, obviously not that level or I just wanted to, I, I thought I want to fight again now. And then started training, just clicked, and you know, like I said before, like I never stuck at it. I'll do it, and then I was like, oh, I'll do it. And mm. then, but now, like, it's just a part of me now. Like I wouldn't, I've ummed and ahed about it after like, my last fight, but then, yeah, it's just, it just, I feel just so much at home being there, you know, at the at, the, at this boxing gym and with James and the lads that are there. I just, it's, it's going to be with me now for forever. So let's get stuck into that start of the pro career then. Um, the amateur route is is pretty well defined. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few things you can do. You can join a club and, and, and they'll align you with fights, etc. And you can go the GB route and, and you know go to the Olympics, that sort of stuff. It's, it's well defined. Mm-hmm. The pro route 
for us as sofa senseis is Matchroom, Queensbury, uh, what's it called? Not Wasserman, Wasserman, uh, maybe like Hennessy Sports, right? Those are the big four. Yeah. Uh, Boxer as well, actually. I forgot about those. Yeah, Boxer now. Yeah. But um, that's 10%, if that, of, yeah. of pro boxers. Mm-hmm. What was your journey like into pro boxing? So you say, all right, James, I want to go pro. Mm-hmm. What's that conversation like? What is he looking for from you? What are you looking for from him? And how do you actually end up in your first fight? Well, because I, I think I'll come to James. I think I was about 28 when I come to James. And I said, um, listen, I'm a bit older now. I don't really want to go amateur. I just want to go for pro and just see how I get on. You know, let's just let's just roll the dice and let's go straight to the pros. I ain't got time to be messing around like doing amateur shows. And he said, yeah, that's perfect. So, you know, he's just getting into sparring. You know, he's having a look at you. Seeing, and then... um. Then we yeah we spoke about going professional and he put me in touch with Errol Johnson who runs BCB okay. um, promotions yeah so and he's like you know they do small hall shows but you know some of them are quite big like I just went to that last one for uh, Michael Stevenson that was that that was a big that was a big show big venue and also he's got contacts with a lot of those big with the big guys you know he he right. provides them with opponents as well so. We said to ourselves, you know, we'll, we'll we'll sign with Errol and, you know, try and get a few wins and who knows, we might get a TV fight. You know, you've been brought in to lose, but let's see if we can upset, let's see if we can upset, get an upset. Yeah. So, you know, Errol came over and we had a chat and we spoke about, like, what we wanted to do, like, where we sort of wanted to go, you know, and what we were looking to achieve. And, yeah, we, we had a chat and yeah, then we just signed up, signed on with Errol. So, yeah, he just, it just seems to fit, you know, he's... He, like this, like he's doing local shows now, so you know it's easier for people to travel. Like mm. people who come to watch you. We've been to what two of them now, haven't we? Yes, yeah. We saw we saw Dempsey's last fight, and then we saw uh, Nico's debut and second fight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, obviously Nico signed with him as well, you know, and it, yeah, he he can he can definitely put you in the right path, like on where you want to go, and you know. What you want from the sport is he's, he's, he's good. It's good. Um, it's a good fit for me. You know, like if you've got, like, because of my amateur career, you know, I've only had three fights. But yeah. If you've got multiple national champion, like, if you, you know, you get you get more obviously seen. You, you know, you can you got access to those bigger guys, or you know, you win like the ABAs or something like that. You're sort of like. Sort of like slightly fast tracking, maybe a small hall show, yeah. And you go past that, and you can start a bit higher. And then if you get the Olympic Olympic medal, you fast tracking all of it, and you're going straight to the big boys. You know, it's sort of like you're just skipping that that beginning bit, I suppose. Yeah. So let's go through your career, mm-hmm. three and one. First fight, Kevin McCauley. Yeah. Talk us through that. Well, obviously he's very very experienced. So I was a bit, but to be fair, like. When when we was when he said about Kevin McCauley and I was just so determined, you know, I, it was your first fight. I had a lot of people there coming to watch me, and I thought like there was just no way I was gonna I was gonna lose. And mm. he was a good fighter as well. Really enjoyed it, and he, he's a great, he's a good guy as well. You know, we had a chat before. I'm not one of those guys who you know tries to intimidate or uh, yeah, yeah, like you know we'll do the business in the ring. You know, I'll happily like talk, shake your hand, and then when we get in there, then we'll we'll sort it out. But like you know, I was talking to him before we sat there both at the way in, and it, you know I was talking to him. And he's asking me how I'm getting on, and I was I say yeah, my first fight, and you know he's he's a nice guy, and 
obviously get in there and he, he's, he was brilliant to be fair because he played up to the crowd he's got his arms out going come on come on <laughs> and then he was whispering in my ears come on all these people have come to watch you and you're like you motherfucker <laughs> 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 so he was a good he was good you know I really enjoyed that it was such a brilliant night I was just um, yeah I was over the moon with that I just it was like a dream come true I could have stopped then and I would have been happy you yeah. know it was just like watching everyone hearing the screams and I was like oh man this is something else don't know about you, Rachel, but you can see it in Dempsey's eyes when he talks about these fights. Yeah, like yeah. That, just, I was it, just yeah. like, oh, this is, it felt like I won a world title, you know, like, because I've done it, it's, I've talked about it for years and years, I've been in the pub saying, nah, I can do this, I can do this, talking nonsense as you do, like, and then finally to do it, I know it you was like, that. oh, man, mm. wow, like, this is it, you know, this is what it's about, so. So, you mentioned that Kevin is experienced, and bro, I just want to read out his, uh, his record, yeah? At yeah. the time, Dempsey fought him. He had 15 wins, 214 losses, and 12 draws. Mm-hmm. Did a quick maths on how many total fights that is. It's a lot. That's a yeah. lot of fights. Very experienced, you know, very experienced. Like 241 fights, something like that. That's mental. That is crazy, that is. Yeah, so like, you know, it, and he, he come in a bit heavy, though. that was the other thing. Like, <laughs> obviously, really? you know, yeah, he knows you're not going to say no. You know, I think I weighed 10 stone it would probably say it if it's on box rig I weighed I can't remember what I weighed and then he come in like 11 stone 6 and I was like oh <laughs> and it was day before weighing as well I was like what um. <laughs> but um, no it was uh, you know it, it is what it is isn't it like you know he's there to fight you know not yeah. going to say no like let's it is like let's just the go. little tricks of the game. Yeah, yeah. It's like, wow, I've come in this way. Do you want to turn all these guys away? He's like, no, no. Oh, that is <laughs> so, clever. But no, nah, it was. You know, it's his. He played his part. It was. It was brilliant. I enjoyed it. We had a good. I think he did hit me with one of the shots. I thought, oh man, like you. You can definitely feel like you know a lot of these guys. You know, they might lose, but they they know what they're doing. You know, they're they're experienced people. Like, they're very experienced fighters. Is he still fighting now? I think he's had to retire. Okay. I think because he, he wanted to beat Peter Buckley's record that bloke from oh, top. He, he wanted to beat his record, but I think uh, I think he might have failed a test or something. Yeah. So he's he's inactive at the moment, mm. and since Dempsey, he's only had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine fights. I know nine sounds like a lot, but considering how them yeah. guys can fight every week, yeah, nine yeah, yeah. isn't a lot, and he, he hasn't fought since. Uh, actually, that can't be right. Oh. 2022, about a year ago. He hasn't fought in about a year. Mm. Yeah. Didn't mm. want it after me. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, uh, you fought Paul, uh, sorry, Phil Price. Yeah. Um, and looking at the score on this one, 40-37. Yeah, and it was his debut as well. Okay, talk us through that. Well, I was, like I was, they said, oh, you're fighting this lad, he's coming over and uh, it's his debut. So I thought, God, he's going to want to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, I was determined to win. So I was thinking, Right, here we go then. Come on, this is what it's all about. Like, you're not here to just fucking like let's let's get into it and then yeah. and then so he came over and I thought, yeah, I was just locked in then. You know, I was just ready to go. There's like debut, so I was thinking he's definitely going to be up for this. You know, so just get ready. Like, we're going to have to just really go for it. And then the minute the bell went, I just 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 went for him. You know, and then like I just made sure I just didn't let him breathe. I knew I was fit. You know, so. I knew I was fit, so I knew I had like four good, like solid rounds in me that I, I wouldn't take my foot off the gas with him. And then in the end, I just think he 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 knew, you know, you know, I can't I can't stop this. So I just yeah, just went for him and just attacked really, mm. and just made sure like I am winning this, you know. There's no way. 
So no, that was good. It's good. So at this point, um, two of those fights have taken place in Northampton. Yep. Then you move on to Birmingham. Mm-hmm. But before we get to that, you mentioned then that you knew you were fit. Yeah. And I'm interested in what that means and, and, and how you know it and, and what sort of training you have to put in to get to that stage. Um, basically, like, obviously we do a lot of, tra- obviously training at the shoebox, you know, we do, um, they've got this thing called like the Norwegian run. So we'll be, you'll go on a treadmill, I think the incline's 1.4. You run for four minutes, off for two minutes. So you'll have that at like 12 kilometres an hour, 12 to 14. And if you like, if you, rapid. yeah, so then, and then you run for four minutes off for two, you do that like four times. And that's like, that's how we get fit. You know, that, oh, and yeah, then, I'm not going to lie. I'm already tired. So yeah. So like, so that that's one of the reasons. And then also like sparring, you know, I can do four, if I do four good rounds with say Ben Vaughan or something like that, I know like this, Debutant is not going to be better than Ben Vaughan, mm, mm. or I know he's not going to be better than Ethan James or the all the other lads there. You know, yeah. so if I can do four solid rounds with people like that in in the gym, I know like I'm I'm good. You know. So what's your best attribute, Dempsey, as a as a boxer? Is it your fitness? Is it your toughness? Is it your mental? Is it your? I don't mean that you are mental. I mean your mental. <laughs> attitude, by the way. Maybe a bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? What's your what's your best attribute? Um. I don't know, it's hard to say, like, because I, I don't feel like I do any one thing outstanding, to be honest. I don't think I'm the fastest. I don't think I'm the strongest, you know, I just... Good all-rounder. Yeah, I just feel like I'm pretty decent all-round, you know. I, I, I'm I'm pretty good, like, in on the inside fighting. Or mm. I'm quite rough. Like, I'm, you know, I, I don't think... Like, I'm not really a boxer. I'm more of, like, a fight, you know, rough and ready and just... Yeah, I don't think I do anything outstanding. My best attribute... <laughs> it's weird. I don't even know. I'm pretty good, like body shots. I've got a decent power in 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 my hands, you know. So I just I just keep coming as well. Like once mm. I fit, I keep coming and I just try and break them down slowly but surely. But just keep on just chipping away at them and just. You know, I feel to say just I'm sort of an all rounder. I've got decent decent hand speed, decent power. Um, head movement could be a bit better since the last one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, uh, but um, yeah, I just feel like I'm. Just a, a solid all-rounder. I'm a, like, just a solid all-rounder. Yeah, I'd say that's what. So, like I said, you made your way back to Birmingham mm-hmm. for your third fight and you fought Paul Cummings. Yeah. Um, again, points decision, mm-hmm. 40-36. So it looks like you won every single round there. Yeah, yeah. Talk us through that. How did that go? How did that feel? Um, yeah, it was, it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. I had a bit of a break, you know, from, from Christmas. I struggled to get back into it you know like after Christmas I was uh, you know I just I don't know what it was like I had a bit of time off and I was like oh the thought of getting back fit and everything again but then like you know you get to a point where you think I've got to do this like you know you're running out of t- obviously mm. I'm a bit older now so I was like let's just get back in there you know and got back in there and then they said well J- James said put in a text message do you want to fight uh, this date and I was definitely not ready or like I was quite overweight but I thought there's no point in me saying, no, let me lose weight first and then and then we'll get to it because I know my personality, if I have a date, I'll get ready. Yeah. You know, so I thought, just say yes. So we go, yeah, I'll do it. And now I can get ready properly. Like if, I, if I'm if i left to, with no date, you know, I was, I'm just, I, I'm such, I wouldn't say I'm a dedicated athlete, you know, mm. like I'm dedicated to the point of like, you know, training wise, but, 
food, I'm just like a nightmare for food. And if I'm left to my own devices, like, you know, like, especially like with my work, you know, travel, if I smell them sausage rolls or pastries, man, (laughs) I have to go, I'm just going to look at them. (laughs) You know, pick two of them, I'll think, no, I've eaten them both. We need to get you a, like a, you know, the car scents here. We need to get Dempsey like a pastry scented car scent. (laughs) Well, when, when I, when I've got, when I've got a date, you know, and I'll start training, I'll just put like, because I've got a couple of lads that will work for me, I'll just put the fuel in and I'll give them the car and say, you go pay. Like, you go pay. Ah. So I don't walk in there, you know. I'll start learning to like, yeah, just keep it away. Little steps there. Yeah. There's little things that I do, which helps. And as crazy as it sounds, like with my running trainers, after I've finished running, I will actually undo the laces for the next time. Because it's something as simple as like, oh, I can't be fucked to put these on. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but if they're undone, I can slip them on and then put them on. It's something, just little things like that where it just helps me get over that mentally. Like, oh, I need to get on the, I need to go for a run, but I can't be fucked to untie them shoelaces. You know, it's mad things like that. There is something you can take away from this episode. If you are struggling to find that motivation or you find that your laces are a barrier to you going out for a run, <laughs> untie them when you get back. Yeah. Or get Velcros. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm ripping them off. Bloody <laughs> hell. <laughs> yeah, if you can't rip off Velcros, then I'm sorry, I said you probably Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, probably shouldn't be a boxer. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't for you, man. Uh, listen, fight number four. We were there. Mm. Crowd was going crazy. Sold a lot of tickets. Best, yeah, best crowd of the night. Your one yeah, went they're crazy. Mad crowd, they? they're mad just There's up, only one Whoa. Dempsey Madden. Yeah, which is very Ricky Hatton. That was a mo. I was thinking, yeah. wow, this is must. This is must. We were there on our chairs, you know. We yeah, were yeah, still on our chairs. chairs. We stood on our chairs, and the crowd was going wild. This, this is when I went. Next time I'm getting VIP, man. I'm trying yeah. to yeah. be in that, that crowd. That made Yeah, yeah, get because in with it. These guys were not near the. They were on the ring, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sick. It was a they're good a crazy bunch, man. Crazy lot. But you know that's what you know when you hear that and you hear them and you think oh come on like here we go like, I'll get in text messages the the train station they're all in there they're all getting on the train there's load of them there I'm thinking oh here we go so Dimitri Procuntas or Procunas this is parking again back in Northampton mm-hmm. uh, he was two and two mm-hmm. you were three and zero oh. yep so you know a competitive bout but one yeah. which you know. You should win. Talk us through what happened in that fight. Um, I suppose maybe I, I think maybe I was just too sure of myself. I thought, oh, it's just another day, you know, it's just another fight. I'm going to, and um, I paid the price for it. And, you know, it's, I've only just watched it back, to be fair, probably last, probably three, four weeks ago. I only just watched it back. And, um, you know, I felt like I was all right, but obviously the referee's seen it otherwise. But, um, yeah, I think I, I think I was just a bit too sure of myself and I just thought, you know, it's just another day, it's another fight, let's just get it. And, you know, there was points like where my, my dad spoke about, he said, you're just too, you know, before the fight, I'm out talking to the crowd, this, that, and he said, you just weren't paying attention, you're not focused, like you... You know, you just, you, you're talking to everybody, you're out, you're in, you're out the change room, you're back in the change room, right? You need to be ready, you know. You need to get into that thing, and I, I think he, I think he's right, you know. I, I just I, I was just so onto the next one. I want to get onto the next one because we were talking about fighting for the Midlands title after that one. Because but I needed to win it. I needed to fight in a six round fight. So you can't fight a ten round fight unless you've had, unless you've done a six rounder. Right. So I was just oh let's just get this done and we'll, we're going to talk about fighting for a Midlands title. So 
and that's all I was just thinking about and yeah and I've just paid the price and yeah oh yeah it just is what it is isn't it I was um yeah I was devastated so I know I know you've only watched it back recently mm. but if you could talk us through the sequence uh from from what I remember got caught in a corner yeah yeah, yeah. I think I, was, I got caught with a shot which if I, it did like I think it did buzz me a bit and I just remember tucking up and I think I threw I'm sure I threw like a few shots but then I, I think I took to maybe just a bit too long for the referee and he made the decision in my eyes it's, it was a bit too quick but you know he's there to look after you but I you know and James like you know we spoke about it after and he said like you know if you'd have just took a knee you know stuff mm. like that but there's the inexperience in me, you know. I didn't yeah. think to take any. I didn't think to grab. I didn't think to like these little tricks that I don't. I've not done. I don't think. I didn't think of any of that. I just thought, well, just, let's just took up, throw a couple of shots, but then just took one too many, and referees seen the end to it. But so like, there's things like I've, I'd have learned for that now. So like, you know, I need to learn to try and not fight fire with fire all the time. You know, grab. You know, take the knee, spit your gum shield out. Mm. something you know just to give yourself a, a few seconds there. you know yeah you know, that's what they do you know I'd, but yeah it, it was devastating it broke my heart to be honest it really did like I, I was so upset I was so gutted I was just because like obviously me being a bit older now I just thought well, that's it you know I had these wanting to fight for Midlands title and you know go on to do as as well as you can and at the age you lose now like it just felt like that's it now like you've reached, you've reached that ceiling for you. So I was just like, but now, like you know, I spoke to some of the lads, and you know, losing it is, is what it is, isn't it? No, no great fight that I've like followed or you know idolised. They've all lost, you know. Mm. They've all lost. It's just it's one of those things. But you know, you gotta just come back from it, you know, and just you know, it, I, I know for a fact it'll be ten years later, and I think you should have. You should have gone one more, you know. You know, you should have come back, man. Like, you shouldn't go out like that. Mm. Like, you know, come back and let's, you know, just get back into it. So yeah, like I had a bit of time off, and I, I thought, oh, do I want to get back? Do I want to do it all again and like start the training and stuff like that? But I just, it hurts not to. Hurts more not to than to, you know. So yeah, it's just now I'm gonna come back and hopefully maybe get or. Get the next fight out of the way, you know the comeback fight, and maybe we've spoke about maybe a rematch and getting back. So you, see how he likes it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stick it on him. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you you talked about you know those thoughts going through your mind as to whether you want to continue doing this. Um, interested to know what were those weeks after the fight like? You know how are people are people checking in on you or? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, everyone was brilliant you know all my friends and everyone who came to watch me you know that hugging kid we still we love you you know it's, it's, and sometimes that hurts more you know you're like, oh, just like I don't want to hear it yeah I don't want to hear it just like yeah. I'm not like but then you know just more I just felt embarrassed as well I just felt embarrassed I just thought Fuck, all these people just watched me like do like I just felt like oh I don't know it's just all come crashing down on me and I just thought what I can't believe everyone's just watched that like and I just, I just, yeah, I just felt embarrassed. But it's wrong. It's wrong that you should feel that way. You know, everyone loses. But I just, I don't know. It just really hurt me. I was just, mm. I was just like, so I was just like, I'm, I'm done with it. But to be fair, at first I was like, now nah, I'm going to come back. You know, straight after I'm thinking, no, nah, I'm yeah. going to come back. I'm going to come back. But then, as the weeks went on, I thought, 
do I want to do this? Like, do I want to do all that again? And it's time went on. I was like, nah, nah, I can't bother. I can't bother. And then it was like into Christmas and I was like, but then like, I just thought I've got to do it, man. I've got to get back into it. I think the good thing is you never got dropped. Mm. You never was stumbling. Do you know what yeah. I mean? You got caught with a good shot. Yeah. And the referee, you know, this isn't a world title on the line. Probably aired on the side of caution. Mm. And he saved you for another day. And you got another day. Yeah. That's a that's a beautiful thing to have. Yeah. Um, there's the old adage in boxing that when you win, everyone everyone's in your corner. Everyone's in your dressing room after the fight. And when you yeah. lose, it's a lonely sport. Yeah. Did anyone treat you differently after the loss? No. No. To be fair, like, my friends recently have started to joke about it. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, as you should. Yeah. 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 yeah like, which, yeah, you know, yeah. it's... Um, well, I was in a pub a few weeks ago and there it was talking about... Uh, it was in a round and it was like round three. And it was like, oh, not Dempsey's round. Yeah. And I was like, you fucking... <laughs> oh my God. And, uh, yeah. well, that's a good one. That is yeah. love though. That is... And then one of the blokes who was at work and I was dancing along. I was dancing to the music at the radio and he's like, you dance better than your box. I was like, oh <laughs> man. Yeah, so... I love banner like that. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, that hurt. <laughs> but no, it's like people have started to, you know, I've started to accept jokes now. Like, yeah. But... but um. Where you say about people being in your corner, like I couldn't ask for a better team, especially like the lads at Shoebox. You know, they were just all, they were all there for you know, you know, James and that, that you know, there were the kind words, and they were all there for me. So yeah, it was all, yeah. I, I got tri- yeah, all my friends. They were all you know, they was like, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. You no, know, we still love you. We, you know, we love you. Come on, you, you'll be all right. You'll get through this and. So hopefully I'll get this get this comeback fight and yeah we get back to winning ways and it just shows that all the people that love you man um, literally that crowd I'm telling you now that buzz me and Kavan we were on our chairs I think it was, the buzz was amazing I think you had the best crowd there yeah yeah literally but what would you tell the supporters now um, if you had a message for them all the people that supported you during the fight and after the fight. Get ready to pay for the next ticket. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I love. Yeah, what I love. yeah definitely. Yeah. Me and Kavan definitely getting VIP this time. Yeah, like, yeah. No, I'm just, I just, I just hope I get that same level of support. You know, I just want, I want them all to come back and like, you know, some people that it was their first time watching me, and that's same. what breaks me. You know, like, oh yeah, because you know they hear you about your first one, they didn't make it, the, the second, and then you go, oh, oh, and more and more people are coming each time. They think, no, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, and then they go, and then that happens. You think, oh man. But you know, I suppose now he's got a bit of more suspense now because it can't. I could, I could, I could lose again. You know. Yeah. So you know, like when you go in there, and, you know they're expected to win and stuff like. that. But now it's like, well, who knows? And you know that'll give me that. I've that tasted was. that loss now. So you know, when it comes to training now, there'll be no stone unturned. Like I will be, one hundred percent ready to go. You know, there'll be no slacking now because you've tasted it. You know. There's no like going through the motions. Ah, oh, it's just another one. Oh, coming out to the crowd. Hey, you're over here. Mm. Yeah, save a drink for me. Yeah, there's none of that now. They'll be like, I'm here. I'm ready. Yeah. Mm. Oh, don't even talk to me. Like, let's. I'll, I'll talk after. So I can see the passion, mm. and we're here to talk about the comeback because the comeback is always more important than the setback. Yeah. And if I say the word boxing to you now, what does what does it mean? Way of life. Okay. So, you know, without boxing, I sort of, I lose myself a little bit, you know, sometimes I, I end up maybe drinking too much and stuff like that, because this, that's happened to me before, like, with, um, if I have a bit too much time off, I, 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 I 
I don't, I'll sort of lose my head, you know. I'm, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing sometimes. And but when I've when I'm there, you know, and I'm training, like, and I was the happiest I, I really am. Sometimes you forget it when you're in them hard moments, hard training such so thing. God, this is horrendous. Listen, we've been there, man. We went once yeah. and never went back. And you, 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 you <laughs> yeah. But then you, like, you start. Like, I went for a run the other the other week. Like, I did a like an eight k run or whatever, and I'm just running. Even in the rain, you think this is the best. Like, this is the best time. This is when I feel at my best. You know, training and having that routine and you know something to look forward to. Like, we're going to fight and all. Yeah, just it gives me. It's a way of life, really. Boxing should be. You know, if you're going to take it serious and you know go professional, it's. It's not it, like it's that cliches. You know, you don't play boxing, and mm. it is a way of life for some people. You know, yeah, it's just it's just everything to some. Yeah, it just gives me purpose. You know, sometimes I just think, oh, what's like so much going on, and then you get something like boxing. Everyone like giving like all my friends something to look forward to, and they're all there. You know, this I don't know. I just love it. I just, I just love those those moments. It's brilliant. So you said you you saw Kieran Conway fight Ted Cheeseman and that that inspired you to get started yourself mm-hmm. and that wasn't that long ago no so you've experienced a lot wins experience losses yeah in a short space of time was the pro game what you expected no what caught you off guard uh, the business side of it mm. you know you have to make sure you're selling tickets to fight you know and, and it's hard when you work you got to sell tickets you got to train you know, I'll go from work to like Daventry where all my friends are trying to sell tickets. Like, oh, can you meet me here? You know, somebody's like, oh, I'm, go- I'm just out at the minute. Can you meet me there? And you think, oh, bloody hell, like, I'll go there. And then you go for, and then you look at your clock and think, oh, I'm going to be late for training. You got to get back to training. And then before you know, it's nine o'clock and I'm getting in. And then you got to get back up in the morning, go to work, the tickets, like tickets, 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 tickets. So like, you just, and it's, it's a hard game. It is a really hard game, you know. That's the hardest part. I used to think, oh, I'll just box, you know, do this, do that. But like, it's a business, you know, and yeah. like Errol's there to make money as well as put on shows, and he can't be losing money. Like, you've got to sell those tickets. That's that's one thing that I just caught me off guard with it. That's what we got as well. Um, after speaking with Nico, Dom, Tysel, um we thought, oh, it's got to be just about boxing all the time, but it's not. I feel like it's. I don't know what a percentage wise is, but I feel like it's. 80% boxing, 70% mm-hmm. sales, or probably 90% sales. Yeah, and you know, like... Because if, if you don't sell, you don't box. No, do you? no. And there's like, it's sort of like, boxing sort of changed, like, because I love all the old fighters, and you think, like, they didn't have, like, social media to promote themselves. Yeah. So how did, like, you know, word of mouth, and, like, their friends and families, and, you know, coming to watch them box, so, you know, now it's like, posting things, and, like, doing little video clips, which is, like... You're good at that. Yeah, so I'm, like, I'm just chuck them together. I'm not really like tech savvy like all this here. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just post a few things on, you know, on Instagram and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it's just a lot of that, like trying to keep, like just trying to keep people interested in like what, like what you're doing and, like, you know, you're going to come to my next one and, like, you know, like say, you don't forget to, you're getting the ticket, you're going to buy a ticket, are you going to buy a ticket, like... So it's, the business side of it definitely caught me off guard. I thought it would just be like, yeah, get to box, you're fighting him, he's fighting them. Yeah. There's no like, no, you have to make this much money to fight this person. Like, you need to generate this much from your tickets. You need to, like, you know, cover your wages, cover... But I didn't really do it for money, you know. I, did, I, I, did, I, didn't, I don't do it for money because, you know, it's, there's definitely easier ways of making money than, than boxing, professional mm, boxing. Yeah. 
But you know, like some some of them, I said, oh, I won't even, I won't even get paid. Then you know, I'd rather not get paid and no. still fight. If you want, like you know, if you hadn't sold as many tickets as you wanted to, you say, well, don't pay me then, just and I'll I'll still fight. You know, that must impact you as a fighter, like the extra stress of getting these tickets sold. Yeah, and yeah, because you just because like you know that if people like say like our home show, if we're not all selling tickets and like it's not going to make money, then there's jeopardy on whether the show will go ahead. And you think, oh. and then you got in your head. Oh, are we gonna even fight? Are we gonna fight? Like, and then you, once you've got once like you got that question over, like, are we even gonna fight? You, you know, you don't under, you don't realize like maybe you take your foot off and you don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you might you might think you're still training as hard, but oh, there's a there's a possibility you might not fight. So you think, oh, what? And then like now, I will have that sausage roll. <laughs> so, and there you go. No, you are fighting. Go, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> So you mentioned about um, you, you don't do it for the money. Um, and then I think back to you being in the pub and you're telling people around you, I can do that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, man, I've done so a lot are, of that. Are you proving yourself? Is that what you're doing it for? To prove something to yourself? Uh, possibly, yeah. I think there is a bit of that. And there's also, you know, I just always, you know, I just always felt like I've got loads of time, you know, until I got to... I think it was like 27 when I, I started like really knuckling down. But the problem, like, I got to 27. We start, I started going over to James, training with James, and then COVID hit. So we lost like two years just through COVID. But um, yeah, I, I think it's good to, I, I, yeah, probably it is a bit of me that I've proven it to myself. You know, you can, like, you are, like, you're a professional boxer. I remember like getting my license for everything. I'm a professional boxer now. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually a professional boxer. And then straight away you go on your box trick, you're like, there's me. Hey. <laughs> By the way, uh, I don't think, I haven't seen, I've seen one Nico picture, I think, on box oh, yeah, yeah, Your picture's like, like an actor's headshot, man. Is that professional? Yeah, my friend, uh, Corey Dixon, he he does, uh, he's he's mad for a lot. He's like this, he's got mad for cameras and, like, yeah, I saw that. I was yeah. on it today. And oh, I was like, yeah. yeah. You're looking like you're about to be in a drama or something. <laughs> I know, yeah. Look at the size of the head, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just a walking head. The thing is, like, when, I, when I cut weight as well, because obviously I don't lose weight off my head. I've got such a big head. <laughs> I just look like a walking lollipop. That's <laughs> <laughs> been that, dropped I, on the carpet as well. I, 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 just, I noticed that today. I was on it today at work. I was looking at um, the box work and everything. I was like, yo, this picture's really good, isn't it? Then yeah, I think yeah. on Nico's. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's my, my friend. Too. Shout out Corey, man. Yeah, yeah cheers, out. Corey. Um, <laughs> what, what's next? Um, obviously, off camera, we already spoke, but I think the audience will love to know like next fight or what's the plan yeah it's very soon it'll be in June at some point just everything's just getting finalised now like venues and stuff like that but it'll be early part of June um, so about 10 weeks or so out so now diet starts training starts everything stops no sausage rolls no like yeah I know <laughs> yeah. Like you boys go into the games <laughs> yeah. I'll sit out yeah <laughs> no but it's um I'm looking forward, yeah, looking forward to just get back into it. Back, like, back training now, you know, burning those calories now. So, like, I think my current lot, because I, have the, I normally have my Apple Watch on, so just checking my calories now all the time. So, I make sure, try and burn 4,000 a day, eat 2,000. So, it's just, that's it. It's just, so, burn four and eat two? Yeah, just try and eat just 2,000 calories. It's a real deficit, man. Yeah, yeah, just get it off. Just get it off. So... I mean, this sort of links to my next question, I suppose. We mentioned at the start that your dad's a boxer or, mm. you know, your dad was a boxer. How are you as a boxing dad? You know, do your family understand it? Yeah, yeah, they love it. They love it. They like, you know, my um, my youngest, she made a newspaper at school and it was a, 
me like it was me uh, like oh, I got this bald head with these big <laughs> long squiggly arms and it was uh, after the fight but then she put in there my dad lost and he was very upset <laughs> and I was like ripped oh, out can we take that bit <laughs> ambush journalism again <laughs> but no it was uh, yeah they love it you know and my youngest she started going to a shoebox now so she's she's starting to get into it is it thumpers is that the one Little Thumpers or was that a different gym I think that's a different gym actually there's a gym in uh, Bournemouth they call the little kids classes the Little Thumpers the Little, little thumpers, thumpers yeah probably about right yeah, yeah. No, so she, we, you know, we get the pads on sometimes, you know, she, and they watch me train, you know, so it's exactly, wow. it's like, full in the bin so, bag. Yeah. yeah, yeah, well, I've got a sweatsuit, <laughs> so no, yeah, it's, it's still, it's like full circle, you know, and then maybe she'll go on to do it, and, yeah, would you mind that, would you? No, I'd love it, yeah, yeah. I'd love it, yeah, if she can, especially like the way women's boxing go, no, but Tom she gets older, it'll be right up there, you know. That glove behind you, Chantel Cameron, fighting for undisputed too. Oh, so. really? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, I was looking at flights to go over We, we bought that on your flight there, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We did. yeah, we bought that, yeah. Nice. Signed. Yeah. Do you think she'll beat Katie Taylor? Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think I think Katie's on the slide. I think she's been on the slide for yeah, a little while. Yeah. Um, the moment might get to Chanteau. I don't know. I've never I've never met. Her. I don't Especially know. Especially being in Dublin, time. mate. That's oh, going to be hostile. Baptism but of fire. Chantel's ready. Mm. You know, she beat Jessica McCaskill. Katie's fought Jessica McCaskill. Katie's like thirty six. Like so young, but wars, man. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. Some war. Like that fight with Serrano, war. Pursuit, yeah. both fights, wars. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Chantel right, right, right at the right time. Right, I think no. it's timing. I think yeah. it's timing. Could be right. I yeah. think it's too perfect for Katie to win in Dublin. Mm. But then again, does Chantel stop Katie? Probably not. And so then, does she win on points? Probably not. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Get knockout to get a draw. Over yeah, there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. excited to see it really yeah May 20th. good definitely um, right so we spoke about you as a boxing dad yep and do your family understand but if you're burning 4,000 calories a day and you're only eating 2,000 calories mm-hmm. what's that actually like is that that sounds difficult it sounds like when you're reading newspapers that your daughter made and your arms are squigglier than usual <laughs> you think I don't know if that's me <laughs> you know that, yeah. how, how does that feel Dempsey what's that like in day to day life um, well, you know, I, I don't tend to get like angry, hangry. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll never do that with the girls. You know, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sh- shout and ball at them. Mm. It's uh, you know, it gets difficult, but like, you know, my missus, she does, um, she does all my food for me. She, like, you know, so I, I still feel pretty full. You know, I'm, I'm still, yeah, still feel good. Uh, so yeah, she, she looks after. So if you don't have to, if you don't have to do that, then I suppose. You've got that benefit of I don't have to sort it all out, you know. She she does all of that for me, so that that's a bit that's major probably major benefit, you know. Because if I don't, um, if I'm left to my own devices, I'm 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 eating rubbish. Like I'd have to pay I'd have to pay somebody because yeah. I, I couldn't I couldn't do it. Like, I couldn't. So you know I've I have got massive advantage there where she looks after me all the food, you know, and I just make sure do not eat what she hasn't gave me, Rickard. and then that's it. Then you know, but one that's what I mean. Once I've got that date. There's no deviating from it. Like, I'll just eat everything that she gives me and nothing else. That's the dream, really. I'd love to just not think about food and someone just make it for me. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's so oh, beneficial. Mate. Like, if like you imagine being hungry and then you have to cook things and you're picking and you're this and you're that and like, I just, I'd just be a nightmare. <laughs> I'd be amazing to have, isn't it? 
Yeah, that's the dream. So if anyone wants to sponsor uh, the Akin Selfish Digital Network and provide us with well, free sponsor my diet, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, Rochelle, he's looking to- There'll uh, be some good before and after pictures. There you go. There oh you man, go. I've got four of them. <laughs> <laughs> before, during, during, after. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. had a six pack four times in my life. And I'll tell you, it's not worth it. <laughs> it's definitely not worth it. For me anyway. I was going to say them to you. Um, you've got a normal day job during the day. Mm-hmm. How do you balance everything? And um, You just get on with it. You know, it's, it's, I wouldn't say I, like, I don't really balance it. It's just like, I'll come home and it's literally grab my bag, straight out the door, go to the gym, go to the gym, back home, shower. I could probably sit down about half eight, have dinner and it's like bedtime. Mm. So you don't, there is like no balance, just go. Well, I just try and make sure I do something maybe like on the weekend with like the family and stuff like that. But during the week, we're just like, so it's just from like the wake up to bed, it's, just constant go you know so it's just like yeah just it's just so busy especially mm. like when it comes to and then you throw having to meet people and sell tickets and stuff like that it's just whoa, it's a lot but then once it's worth it you know once it's done you think oh that's what it was for yeah, yeah. so you mentioned earlier about social media and the importance of having a profile as a boxer mm. so we've got a platform for you right now is there anything that you want to tell the people where can they find you where they where can they support you straight in the camera let them know <laughs> um, I don't even know what my tag is I think it's just at Dempsey Madden um, I'm sure I'll just pop up if you search yeah, there yeah. but yeah I try and just post a few things every so often you know just of training and you know fight dates when, when we're going to be fighting um, so yeah normally you know, just that's yeah that's all I'll just really use it for really I don't don't do much else on it just boxing talk I mentioned earlier Dempsey's an interesting guy to follow he does give you an insight into his training regularity, what training looks like, the camaraderie in the gym. It's really interesting if you're a sofa sensei and you're interested in what it's like being a boxer, day-to-day, pro-life, you know. He's always saying, I've got tickets to sell. I'm in this area now. Do you want to yeah. Like, you see, you see the, the level of work that he puts into not only training, but just being a boxer. So yeah. it's very interesting. Make sure you check it out. We'll put the link in the description below. Um, all right, last couple of things. I want to put you on the spot a little bit. Okay. So you fight at what weight? Uh, welterweight. Welterweight. So that's a really interesting division domestically. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Mr. Egg. What's it? Egg. Egg. Eggs Benedict. Conor, Conor Ben. Conor Ben. Conor Ben. <laughs> uh, Conor Ben obviously fights. Excellent at, joke there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cracking joke. Um, he fights at welterweight. I can't think of one. I can't think of one. <laughs> Rochelle's brain scrambled. Um, ah, yes. So, uh, yeah. Conor Ben. Obviously, fights in your division, in case anyone hasn't caught that hint. Thoughts on that whole debacle? Um, listen, if my missus can d- do my food <laughs> and, I, you know, I, and I don't break any rules and stuff yeah. like that, and you're a multi-million uh, athlete, you shouldn't be... You can't... It's just nonsense. Simple. Yeah. Simple. Like, you've got no excuse. Everyone and I, I think all of them, you know, like where they say, oh, Canelo had the, the meat oh. and this guy. It's like... Well, you let's can't. all just, let's all go to Mexico then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what happens if a non-Mexican goes there and he, and now he's found? It's just you know, it's just it's just it's nonsense. It, for, for me, and he's like trying to prove his innocence. You think all they proved was that he had no knowledge of it? Yeah, that's not innocent. Yeah, all you've done is prove I didn't know. So you're still guilty. Like you can't. It's not for me. There's it's it's it's, it's in your system. Yeah, it like you can't like for a test like. 
you either pass or fail. Mm. It's no like, yeah, but it's, I failed because this doesn't matter. Yeah. You failed. Yeah. Like, there's, I just don't get how, you know, but then, like we said before, politics, boxing, money, yeah. all comes into it, and they're just saying, I had no knowledge of it. You think, oh. I must say, I, I see uh, Conor Ben calling out everyone in the division, pretty much, even mm. even Errol Spence, which I think is a little bit of a step too far at the moment. Um, but we tagged both of them in the story, and they both watched. Yeah, so I did say that. Yeah. I think we need to be careful with some of the things we say about Conor Ben. He's <laughs> clearly watching. Yeah. But no, seriously, I completely agree. Um, he just like he's also been handled badly as well. Like. Yeah, and then he's coming out saying, oh, "I need the hardest fight to get me." You think what a forty-five-year-old money packer? Yeah, come on, man. Yeah. Hardest fight. I, ju- I just think it's nonsense. Now he's got. Now he's seriously got a chip on his shoulder, and he feels like the world's against him. Like we cheated. Yeah, you oh, got caught. Yeah, and you know when someone does so much just to prove that they didn't do anything? Yeah, they're the most guilty. Sound like R. Kelly out here, isn't it? This is not me, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him next. Like, like, I'm fighting for my life. Yeah, exactly that, isn't he? Like, bloody hell. Uh, Him and R. Kelly. That that we we definitely didn't do what they're accusing (laughs) us of. Did we, R. Kelly? Rochelle, do you like? Teenage girls. <laughs> What's teenage? Oh, when guy. you say teenage, how old are we talking? Oh. Bro, when you R. gotta Kelly. say that, yeah. R. Kelly's a weird guy. Yeah, and that wasn't yeah. me, by the way. That wasn't me. That was, R- that was me yeah. being R. Kelly. Yeah, we'll, we'll get him on and say, how do you like your eggs? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean eggs? <laughs> how many? The joke is, he did an interview with GQ and he said, uh, I don't really eat meat. I have fish every now and then um, and I have the odd omelette. Bro, if you have the odd, odd, odd omelette, yeah, people are saying in your report, you mentioned 34 eggs a day. Bro, do you know how big the omelette is? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on from Conor Ben. Michael McKinson, also in your division. Yeah. Technical boxer. How do you fare against him? Oh, well, he's he's up there, any lot. Like, I, I, I wouldn't even like to say, you know, he's up, he's proper up there. He's not, not, I'm nowhere near on his level, but, you know, box, like, cute boxers like that, I... I I'll be honest, I'd definitely struggle. Okay. I need somebody who's going to come forward and like have a fight with me. So I would definitely, str- I, I, yeah, be honest with you, I would struggle definitely. But I, you know, I'd go in there and I'd give it everything. And uh, yeah, what would be, would be. So final one then in the division. Uh, you wanted someone who would come forward and fight you. Mm-hmm. Florian Marku? Yeah, yeah, somebody like that. Yeah. I'll tell you another one who I have actually sparred. Go Stevie on. McKenna. Okay, how did that go? Mm. Pretty good. Love that. Pretty good. Love that. Definitely. And he, he's a he's a, a rough, tough guy. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah. I would um I'd relish that. You take that fight? Yeah. 100%. You heard it here first. Supercentes. Okay. Last thing I want to talk about um is the realities of boxing. We, you know, we've spoken about what it is to train, what it means to sell tickets, become a name, the ups, the downs. Mm-hmm. But that's all in the moment. Yeah. A lot of those things. Um, and we spoke earlier about how important it is to be in the moment and enjoy the moments. Do you ever think about what the next five, ten years hold after the career and the potential damage you would have taken in the ring or in sparring? Do you ever consider that now? Do you, are you mindful of the, the sort of sparring you have? No. I, I, Is that intentional? I, I just don't think you can live like that. Otherwise, you wouldn't leave your house. Yeah. How many people get run over? Yeah. Well, we've just been talking now. Yeah. But I've got to walk out that door. Yeah. So I think you just can't live that way of what could happen or what might happen. Like, I always think of this with Muhammad Ali. You think, you know, if he could look back and think, right, I'm going to be remembered for all the time, but you're going to have Parkinson's. What are you taking? Rochelle, what are you taking? Probably 
his career still, yeah. You're going to be like, you know, you're, you're, you're cemented in the history books forever. Obviously, I'm not saying like, that's for me, but mm. I just think just, if he could go back and say, you do it all again, but this is how you're going to end, I think he'd do it. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. his family were very selective and, and per all sources, it was his direction to basically say and keep saying there is no link between Parkinson's and boxing. Mm. That may or may not be true, but he wanted to keep the legacy of boxing mm. alive. Maybe he could have stopped maybe a couple of fights a bit early because he was still already cemented yeah. by then and that yeah, could have yeah, yeah. that could have helped. But I just don't think you can think in those terms like you, you, you're putting something in your head that hasn't happened mm. and might not happen. Mm. So, you, you know, obviously th it's a dangerous sport. There's no denying. But driving to work is dangerous. It's true. Mm. It's true. I mean, in the, in the balance of... Um, so in the interest of balance, you know, you've got fighters like George Foreman. Mm -hmm. Been in wars, fought when he was like 45. Yeah. Clear I, as day. I think it's also just look at the draw, you know. You might just ha ha be that susceptible to that and, you know, mm. Mm. you might not know it and then you're susceptible to those sort of uh, injuries yep. and boxing will just like, you know, will just, just trigger it. accelerate it, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's like people who, you know, they don't they don't smoke, don't drink, don't, and then they get some sort of disease. You think, obviously, if you smoke and drink, you're enhancing your chances of getting it. But some people, and then you see some old boy in the pub who smokes, <laughs> drinks, and he's got 205. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. You, just, you just look at the draw. But, you know, I just think, I, just, I don't really think about stuff like that and... It is what it is. What what will be will be. But um, fair enough. I think yeah. I think you you're getting worried about something that hasn't happened, might not happen. Um, and you know, and like like people, a lot of people have said, you know, boxing saved a lot more people than it's hurt. You know, you know, some like look at we speaking about AJ for instance. Yeah, know, yeah. Look how his life's turned out yep. from from it, and you know, Tyson Fury, another one. Mm. You know, say you know, going to drive his car off a bridge and mm. boxing. Look at him now. You think he's on top of the world. Yeah. So I just don't think you can think in... I don't think you can look too far in the future for stuff like that. I think you just got to, like you say, be in the moment and what it is, like, it is what it is, isn't it? And just, I mean, you have the brain scans every year, so, yeah. you know, if anything happens, you will catch it pretty early, you know, because, like, you, you might be lucky in today's to get five fights, like, they'd be very lucky to get five fights in a year and you go to your brain scan and they say, oh no, this this has changed, you know, you, you got it early, you know, and you wouldn't, obviously mm. wouldn't continue. So, there's, it's definitely a lot safer than it, it than it has ever been. So, and you know, sparring, James is a big believer on not over sparring. So, we only spar once a week and when you get a bit closer, maybe twice a week. So, we don't over spar. So, there's also that as well. You know, some gyms, they spar every day. Hard. Yeah. Hard. And if you're in hard spars every day, you know. It's not good for you, is it? No, I don't believe so, you know. And I remember hearing Bernard Hopkins talk about this as well, like after fights where, you know, when you, you've had a fight and then they go out and party, like they, mm. they just think it's that fight, you know, you've had like 10, like mm. 10 weeks of graft. Like it's not like you should rest and I do forget that sometimes, but, you know, you should be resting and, you know, recover and then maybe enjoy yourself. But He was super disciplined, fighting yeah. until he was like 50 years old, doesn't drink, doesn't smoke. So there's yeah. no there's there's got to be a correlation there as well, you know. Like he yeah. didn't do any of that, and look how long he lasted. Yeah, you know? yeah. So there's also that to people to look. Like people want like, instead of focusing on like, do you ever think about this? So he said, right, well these are the steps I'm going to put into place, so that doesn't mm. uh, so I can enhance the chances of that not happening. Mm. You know, so there's always that as well. And with Bernard as well, he wasn't a fighter who relied on his reflexes, and that's really important. You see it 
bro, we could Roy Jones Jr., even Eubank Jr. the other day, mm. uh, David Hay towards the end of his career. All these fighters who relied on their reflexes yeah. to not get hit, get hit, get mm. damaged, so on and so forth. And there's no, like, because they've been so successful with it, and, like, yeah. you know, there's no one, like, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because, like, time just creeps, you know? It's yeah. not like one day I'm, I'm rubbish or like I yeah. can't move. You know, you got hit with that one shot. You think, it's oh, millimeters. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's all right. Oh, that. And then as the, you go, bloody, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't, I can't move. So it's, it's interesting to see, you know, and it's, you know, that's why like, you know, with the boxing as well, you know, you watch them fight and the, the things they have to do for it. And you, like, I remember before I turned pro, you used to think, oh, you know, when you're watching the boxing, you think, oh, I could beat him. I'll beat him. <laughs> and then like, when you get in there with like, British level or something like that, and they're, they're so good. Like yeah. even British, like, you're so so good there. Like Kieran, like I'm um, like so like when you spy him, it's a fucking horrible experience, man. <laughs> <laughs> it really is, and you just like I'm just getting hit. I just think oh, I remember I used to think I'd beat like like these top pros. You think, oh, what an idiot! Man. <laughs> I still sometimes think that. I yeah, you watch me go. Get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd never take him. Yeah, I'll batter him, man. Yeah. Madness. And you just think oh, they're just so good. One final thing. I don't know if you've got anything, Rochelle. Yeah. Uh, one final thing from me is you mentioned brain, brain scans. Do you pay for those? Yeah. How much are they? They're quite expensive, right? 500 quid. Damn. That's expensive. I wanted to put that out there because I heard that boxers pay for them. I don't think people know yeah, that. Yeah, so, like, you th- so this is another thing like we were talking about, like, you know, pay and stuff like that. You think, like, you pay for your brain scan, 500 pound, eye scan, stuff like that. All that. Is that with that 500 quid or is that separate? No, that's separate. Okay. So, like, you think you pay for all that. Mm. And then you get your first fight four rounder. All you've done is cleared that, really. If you look at it in terms of like profit and loss, yeah. yeah. Or your first fight, you've cleared your medical. You know, yeah. It's your second fight. That's there's your profit. But then, like, obviously, everyone wants fancy shorts, this, that, and the other. They're not cheap. How much shorts? Uh, they can vary. Like if you get all the different patterns and like the different logos on that. I think my my first ones. I think they're about 150, 160 quid. Damn. And then like you you then you pay for like the letters. You pay for everything. Bruh. So you just think like is, that's why I'm not in the game for the money. Because if it was, you're in the wrong game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm skin. <laughs> if it was a business, it'd be closed down. <laughs> so no, that's crazy. Anything for the expenses? Do you have to pay membership as well? Is it? Uh, well, yeah, we uh, like contribute to the gym, you know, to keep all the expert. Like, it's just something I'd do anyway, you know, like to help. Because obviously, the gym doesn't open for free, and mm. you know, it's uh, it, so we do, we do pay a membership towards the gym. And, uh, do you have to how, how much is a boxing license, or is that? How does that uh, I think like you renew it. I think that's about one hundred and fifty pound. So a lot. Oh, crazy money involved, isn't it's it? It's a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At the start, I think. Yeah. So just to start, you think like you think your first year you want minimum three fights, you know, just to pay for it, like everything, you know. So that's what I mean, like. But it is what it is. I enjoy it. I do it for free. So it's it, I've, I never was in it for money. I was in it just to say, oh, professional box. I, you know, I've done this. Yeah. And one last thing, sponsors. Do you do you have any? Um, there's been a few like people who I've worked for that you know they've they've uh, gave money to pay for shorts or something mm. like that. and uh, you know I, um, they buy like tables you know, like the VIP tables so but in terms of like sponsor where I get paid regularly then no no I don't have any sponsors so if you I just feel cheeky asking you know no, like, don't don't they you have to man. listen this is yeah. part of the game this is yeah, part of the game I just feel like oh man I can't ask them for money like who am I 
Dempsey Madden. Dempsey the Mauler Madden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. I just, you are. Yeah, professional yeah, yeah. boxer, you unbox. But I'll just be like, I'd be so like, you think, oh, you want to sponsor me? And then you go, what's your look at? Oh. You, you've got to sell yourself because yeah, the yeah. crowd. You, I'm you, just crowd, bad at that. I'm the crowd really. that you bring in is mm. no joke, man. That's no a joke. lot of people. That's a lot yeah, of people. I'd, yeah, I'm quite bad at asking people for, you know, so, I so, say, do you want to sponsor me? Well, I'm just going to clip that now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sending it to people. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get the people to go to Dempsey. So if you want to get in touch with Dempsey because you want to sponsor him or just support him by following him on social media, we've put his details down below. That has been Sofa Sensei's part one with Dempsey, the Mauler, Madden. I'm sure you'll agree it's been a very insightful conversation. So really appreciate your time. Thank, Thank you, you very man. much. No problem. No problem. Been he a talked us through his career thus far, including the loss that is going to springboard him into a new era in his career. So make sure you support and join him on that journey. This has been Sofa Sensei. You've been joined by me, Kavan. Me, Rash. And this is the Aki and Saltfish Digital Network. Don't forget, you can follow us on social media, Instagram at Sofa Sensei's at Aki and Saltfish and Twitter at Aki and Saltfish we are also on TikTok Aki and Saltfish and if you want to email us please email Aki uh, <laughs> Aki and Saltfish at gmail.com and we will answer any questions or comments that you've got so we'd really appreciate you getting in touch please don't hesitate and stay tuned for part two where we get to know Dempsey Madden a little bit more take care and good night